0: Welcome back, listeners, to Paranormal XL. I am your host, Gigi, and with me until the end is Mama Mary. Today is a special day, as it is Mama Mary's glorious birthday today, so happy birthday, Mama. Thank you. It also would have been my grandfather's birthday, so happy birthday, Grandpa.
1: Happy birthday. How was your week? It was really good. Long, but really good overall. I think um, I always watch my astrology during the week to kind of get an idea of how the week's going to be. So it's a good thing I did, because it could have really been a rough week if I oh. hadn't, you know, but I kept a positive attitude, so Overall, it was a really good week. It was. So, are we ready to talk paranormal?
0: Oh, yes. All right, so this week has been a scary bedtime story week at my house, so we could all learn about urban legends. Some of the ones I have read are mighty creepy. Uh, Let's get started with the definition of urban legends, or what I found, the definition. I just think of scary stories that people make up and tell over campfire. Mm -hmm. But um, the Wikipedia says... and. An urban legend, urban myth, urban tale, or contemporary legend is a modern genre of folk- folklore. It normally includes fictional st- stories, more often than not presented as truth, rooted, rooted from local popular culture. These legends are used for entertainment as well as semi-series explanations for random events such as disappearances and strange objects, which is probably why this goes into paranormal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, urban legends are commonly told and used in folklore and then to play on the fears and emotions of people goes kind of back to when we talked about fear-based beliefs. Mm-hmm. Urban legends are used to contribute to the fears of society, creating anxiety and even adding to prejudice of society.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, and I think, too, um, you know, just like talking about raising those fears, a lot of them were created to you know keep the children safe, put that fear into them so they stay away from the river, or certain things to make them be more aware and be a little bit more safe. And I think sometimes people just like a good old story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's interesting. And sometimes it's interesting to have that story that sends the chills up your spine, but you're safe because you're just hearing a story.
0: Or even, you know, like the stories you tell your children, like if you don't clean your room, a monster's going to grow underneath your bed and going to eat you. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: yep. Or maybe I'm the only parent that did that. I don't know. Or if you stuff all your stuff <laughs> under the bed, the monster's going to eat the stuff and then stay there and wait for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Thanks. I mean... It, you can use Urban Legends as a, as a learning tool, I believe, as a parent. A parenting learning tool for your children. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good to me. I just put that all together. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to start with oh, what you yes. looked into first? I, I just got smaller, random ones.
1: So I remember seeing this one a while ago, probably about six months ago. The kids were watching, they, they, they like to watch the scary YouTube videos. So I saw this one, and I found it interesting. They were talking about, like, it was talking about, like the ghost stories type thing. And um, it's about the Cecil Hotel. So we'll start with, like, five years ago, um, the guests were complaining that the water had bad pressure and that it was tasting and smelling funny. So the inspector went up to on the rooftop to look at the tank and found that there was a body of a twenty year old woman, 21-year-old woman who um, had been staying there for a couple of weeks. And it turned out that she had been in there for about three weeks. And so they tried to do the investigation and to figure out what happened to her. And the coroner, he, um, he deemed it as just um, like an accidental death. That's it. Right. But the questions were raised because there was no way to get up on the roof. How did she get up on the roof when everything's locked down, for one? And then for two, if it was an accidental, if she fell in there accidentally and died, the lid was closed. So how did, how did the lid get closed? But when they they pulled a video of her for investigation, they see her standing in an elevator. And she's talking, and she's acting really weird, and she's acting erratic, and she's very unstable, and she keeps on stepping out of the elevator, looking around the corner and acting like she's talking to somebody. But when they pull up the other video of the hallway, there's nobody there. And so come to find out, you know, there's been investigations where there are paranormal connections to this. But the, the Hotel Cecil, it goes way back. It was, um, I think, built in the 1925s, right when um, the Great Depression was going. And um, it kind of started there because it kind of just became a, a cesspool-type hotel versus, like, a real hotel that would, people would go there to stay. Prostitutes would go there, and you know, druggies would go there to stay. And it kind of just led to a large number of bad events happening. There's like at least 16 documented deaths there, and the majority of them um, span for the first like 20 years, but they all involve somebody either committing suicide or taking some kind of poison. There There was one death where a woman was raped and murdered, but there's just like a long history of like bad things happening there. And it's a huge urban legend that like sparked back up after this girl's death in 2013. And then the, in 2015, there was another gentleman that came there, and they found him just outside the building, and he had committed suicide. So, like, they come here, and after they stayed there for a week, they end up committing suicide. What's really cool about this place is um, it kind of founded the the beginning season of the American Horror Story. That's where yes. that came from. And then I remember reading this story and thinking about a movie that had watched Room 1408, and... Um, it has I think John Cusack in it. Great movie. I've always loved it. It was really interesting because he's I think a paranormal actor. He is. He's <laughs> awesome. And so uh, solo key but awesome. And he it's goes awesome. in here as a paranormal investigator, but he wants to debunk it. And they try to warn him from staying in this room that nobody ever stays in there because when they do, they commit suicide. And uh, so he goes in there and this experiences crazy things the whole time. In the end, I'm gonna ruin the story, he does end up committing suicide. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm telling you. <laughs> I was thinking maybe it came from this place because it sounds like it, but it ended up being a short story from Stephen King. So I'm almost interested in finding out if he read about this now, and came yeah. up with that. But that's that was the most fascinating And that hotel's story. in L.A.? Yes, L.A. And it's been there for like, forever, since 1925. Wow. And things it quieted down. And then when they started restoring it in 2007, that's when the activity started to pick back up. Fascinating. It's just fascinating. That is fascinating. It's it's freaky all in one. Um, I like a good haunted story, but that is one place I do not want to go visit. Though. Um, I probably would never stay the night there. Ever. No, I might go visit it, but I would not stay the night. No, no,
0: <laughs> no, that's just scary. Even though, like, we probably know that I don't. There might be other other things that, there. that, that The well that made that happen. Who knows? I need to be optimistic, and you know whatever. Yeah. It could be, I, maybe there's a gas leak that they never knew about, or something that just makes people... Go crazy? Yeah. It yeah. throws your chemicals off, or well, I don't know. Maybe they use a... Maybe it's their
1: laundry detergent that makes the people go nuts. I don't know. But <laughs> Well, you know, they have a video on YouTube, which <clears throat> is really cool if you want to watch it. If you just look up um, the Hotel Cecil, or if you want to put in um, Elisa Lamb, it'll pull up that video, and you can watch her... In the elevator, because so it's really creepy. Because she's acting we're really we're, nuts, but there's there. there's know. nobody she's talking to whatsoever. It's like really a totally unsolved mystery, because hmm. you can't you can't. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it should be ruled an accidental death when there's so many things that could have happened. Right,
0: it right. And well, it, with her death, it it may not be accidental. There could have been somebody waiting for her somewhere that knew her. You know, there could be a normal crime investigation done too i mean she was yeah. there
1: for three weeks three well, weeks did anybody oh.
0: report her missing like her family or anything that i am
1: not sure of i, I do, do know she was her. a student that was just kind of traveling around from canada so i don't know if she was just on spring break or summer break or whatever it's um, she, was just, she was just yeah she was just on her own
0: huh I'm not for a scaredy cat to do something like that. You hear people taking their travels and stuff and going abroad between. Yeah, it's called stranger you know, danger. That's all I'm saying. Graduating in college and stuff. Nope, not without a buddy. I'm strictly buddy system. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going by myself.
1: That's why females never go to the bathroom. It's a scary place. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. That can be a scary place. <laughs> it
1: can because be. of it place.
0: the Bloody Mary hoax. Not hoax, but oh, urban legend. Oh, yeah. Let me. Yeah, tell this
1: legend because I got a hilarious story to tell you. Okay. After you tell this legend. Oh, okay. Because this is great.
0: Yes, I am looking through my notes. No shame (laughs) in my game. I can't memorize all of them because there actually is quite a bit. Um, There's too
1: many to memorize.
0: Oh geez, yeah. With with all of our episodes that we have, all three. (laughs) Um. But it's so much information. We're trying to, like, cram it because, well, we're busy women. Well, yeah. Anyway, the Bloody Mary one's just a short blurb on it. Bloody Mary is a folklore legend consisting of a ghost or spirit conjured to reveal the future. She's said to appear in a mirror when her name is called multiple times. I I always remember three times. Kind of like Candyman, Candyman, yeah. Candyman. Candyman. Yep. Yeah. The Bloody Mary apparition may. Oh, my gosh. The Bloody Mary apparition may be benign depending on historic variations of the legend. The Bloody Mary appearance, appearances are mostly witnessed in group participation games. I would say that because I remember going to, like, birthday parties when I was, like, 12 or 13. That was something that we did. Mm-hmm. And then going to the mirrors so with the light off, you light a candle, and then the stiff as a board, lights as a feather thing.
1: Yep, yep I used to love to try to do that.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. That was a good time until you get the parents that, we're like, what are you guys doing on this? Not like that's we're playing with a Ouija you. board. Yeah, like, oh my God. But any any housing? Uh, that one, he said, that's a, a well known one, but there is quite a few.
1: Well, I remember when I was little, uh-huh. I was fascinated with that story. Fascinated. I was always kind of fascinated with the paranormal, even though it kind of scared me, probably because oh, yeah. of the house I grew up in. There's so well, many yeah. things that happened and made me curious. Yeah. Well, I remember being at my aunt's house, and um, I was probably, I'm going to say, like, Eight. And I was in there with my cousins. And we had been talking about Bloody Mary the night before. And so my cousin dared me to do it. I'm like, well, I'm not scared. I'm going to do it. And uh, so we go to the bathroom. And I don't know why. They turned me around to the left three times. And so they turn off all the lights. And so I'm standing there and I'm going, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And like so the third time I get to saying that, my aunt like, sneaks up behind me <laughs> and goes, Bloody Mary!
0: The shit. Did you throw a right puncher on
1: complete accident?
0: But did you throw a puncher? No, I like literally screamed.
1: I'm like, <laughs> I'm never doing Bloody Mary ever again. Yeah. So
0: uh-huh. scarred me for life, but I'm okay now. It might uh-huh. explain a couple of things about me, yeah. but I'm all right. That is true. That's put a lot of things. Yeah. Wow. Another one that I found weird that was on this list was cow tipping. Oh was my gosh. Cow tipping purported activity of sneaking up on any unsuspecting or sleeping upright cow and pushing it over for entertainment. But I'm not for sure... Is, is it an urban legend? Because I've heard it doesn't work, and I've heard people go, I've been cow tipping. I've never been cow tipping because... Well,
1: I, partner, I don't know. But... I
0: don't... I don't want to hurt a cow. Oh, I no. said before, I love all animals. I'm not going go so to go turn it. So do they
1: night. really stand sleeping
0: up? You know, do they really <laughs> sleep standing, standing up? up? I, I believe so. But, I you know... We got computers in here, and we could probably Google information, but... Oh,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Mm. That I don't know. That I might have to ask somebody else to go try and see if that's a myth or an urban legend. But I just thought that was weird when I saw that. I was like, "Mm." this one was kind of funny. Well, not funny. I don't mean that funny at all. But the curse of the Bambino just because the Sandlot movie. I love the Sandlot movie. So when I saw the, the great Bambino, I'm like, oh, my God. But anyway... The curse of the the Bambino was a superstition involving from the failure of the Boston Red Sox ball team to win the World Series in the 86-year period from 1918 to 2004, while some fans took the curse seriously, which, yes, they did, most used the expression in a tongue-in-cheek manner. Uh I just thought that was kind of weird again to see something like that in it. That's not what I was talking about. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. The other one was the killer in the back seat because I know I always check, especially like in the morning oh, yes. when I'm getting up for work, I'm leaving for work at five AM. It is dark. Of course I check my back seat or if I go shopping and I by myself, I always check the back seat. Oh
1: uh, yeah, yep. Because there's no way to not check no,
0: your back seat well, where you're going. Well yeah, but it's oh. But now I know why. Yes. Well, you watch so many movies. It's always like that, a movie, a scary movie or not. But killer in the backseat, also known as high beams, is a common car crime crime urban legend well known mostly in the United States and the United Kingdom. The legend involves a woman who is driving and being followed by a strange car or truck. The mysterious pursuer flashes his high beams, tailgates her and sometimes even Rams her vehicle. When she finally makes it home, she realizes that the driver was trying to warn her that there was a man, a murderer, rapist, or ex- escaped mental patient hiding in her back seat. Each time the man sat up to attack her, the driver behind had used his high beams to scare the killer, in which he ducks down.
1: Yeah, I remember that one from when I was a kid. I, I can guarantee you could ask most people and they probably heard that story. It's sort of like the one, too, that I read about where um, a woman's driving on her own her car's not in very good shape, but it needs gas. And she knows she's not going to be able to make it to the next town without getting gas. So the next gas station is like a really creepy-looking mm-hmm. gas station, like full service, but it's really weird. It's like back from the 30s. It looks like there shouldn't be a gas station anymore. So she pulls up to get gas, and the gas attendant comes out, and um, she gives him $20 for gas. And he says, well, he goes, I can't take this money, and I think it's counterfeit. And she's like, it's not counterfeit. He's like, no, because I'm not allowed to take it. You're going to have to come into my office and take a look at it because we're going to have to compare them to other dollar bills. I mean, this isn't this isn't a real bill. And so finally he convinces her to get out of the vehicle. And she's mm-hmm. still nervous. She oh, yeah. had an easy feeling anyway, pulling up to the gas station itself. Now she's even more nervous because she's sitting there, and this guy's kind of weird, and now he's convincing her to get out because he's not going to let her leave until... They compare the $20 bills. Right. But lo and behold, he gets her into the gas station and turns her around. They call the police because there is a guy in her back seat. And oh, she didn't know and it. he's trying to, and
0: like, just she, get he her out her. without. Oh, wow.
1: So it's kind of a creepy story, but that is. almost exactly like that. But that's so possible, too. And I think that's where that urban legend comes from is that possibility of it actually really being able
0: to Well, yeah, there's so many crazy people out there, so many crazy situations that happen around us that we have no idea. Oh, yeah. Like, like, there's some kind of statistic about it with, like, at all times you're within, like, I don't know, so many feet or so many miles of somebody that has killed somebody or whatever. Like, that's just crazy to think about. How could you not
1: be? Uh Uh-huh. You know, it's... it's there's so many people, not in just the United States, but the whole world. There, there's no way that you haven't, like, experienced within a week somebody who's done harm to somebody else or even attempted murder or murdered somebody. Right. See, I was freaked out when I,
0: <clears throat> when I first got ordained, and one of my friends asked me to marry her and her mm-hmm. future husband. Well, he was in prison, so I had to do it in prison, which totally wigged me out anyway, just because <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like... Five foot two, like, I'm just timid of everything. I'm like, you want me to go to what prison? Because it's a maximum security prison. I'm like, oh, my God. But with that being said, they handled everything very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, I didn't see any other prisoners besides him, whatever. I, anyway, I'm not going to get <laughs> into that tangent. But we leave, and then she tells me that her now husband is is friend's with the shoestring killer, and I don't oh remember, if you know, I mean, it happened, I want to say maybe before our time, I mm-hmm. want to say it was a long time ago, but I'm like, oh my god, what? Like, I was that close, like, I just married somebody that knows the, <gasps> and I'm
1: like, oh, ah, freaking out,
0: like, you know, I find that out afterwards, and I'm like, oh my god. I mean, her husband wasn't in there for anything, I mean, it was, I don't want to say bogus charges, but it wasn't, like, murder, or rape, or. Nothing it's
1: extreme right nothing yeah. to do with
0: children by any means
1: it was It, it is still kind of uh, creepy though when you think
0: about the, it right yeah. and i'm like well, why is he in there with <laughs> this guy so like i go and look like he's locked off. you know why is he in this maximum security But it,
1: it i'm not going to throw the
0: decent. It, yeah i'm not going to throw somebody else's business out there but it was you know something that he probably shouldn't have been in maximum security for but who knows mm-hmm. you know things happen in prison that we don't know about with oh, whatever yeah. but I was pretty dang close to a serial killer. Yes, I love learning about serial killers. I, oh, yeah.
1: They're fascinating. I, I don't
0: know. It, it comes to the psychology, I think, so I love mm-hmm. knowing why people do what they do or they think the way they think. That's why, like, the paranormal thing is kind of a cool thing to get into and research. Oh, yeah. Like, I've always been interested, but now, like, we're digging deeper. Well, it's,
1: it's about fun to um, investigate and research yeah. and actually learn versus, like, Always going up by what other people might say, getting yes, in yourself and figuring it out, engaging in it, so to speak. Yeah, yeah,
0: getting your own yeah. full opinion of about putting your own words behind it. <laughs> okay, coming back around to <laughs> killer in the back seat, scary stuff. Another one that was I thought was kind of ridiculous, but kind of makes me scared because I have a dog, and she's a licker. <laughs> oh my god, but it's she just loves me and she loves everybody. She's such a sweetie pie. Oh, she is. <laughs> you and your dad loves her. You know, I know. Like that is so weird. Yeah. So weird. But this one's called The lick, ha- the Licked Hand, oh, known sometimes know as the doggy lick or humans can lick too, <laughs> is an urban legend popular among teenagers, which was weird. The story describes a killer who secretly spends the night under a girl's bed licking her hand when offered, which she takes to be her dog. Oh. That's creepy. If that's not creepy, I
1: don't know what is.
0: Like, that's even creepier than, like, a, a, a foot fetish. This could go completely in a totally different direction. But, like, what? Just licking somebody's hand while they're sleeping? Ugh. Like, first of all, you're underneath my bed. Well, and,
1: for one, how do you even know what they did with their hand before they went to bed? Oh. That's all I gotta say. You don't know where it's been. Mm-hmm. You don't know where they went with it. That's and you don't true. Lick it.
0: And you're just, you're just going to stick it in your mouth. Don't stick that in your mouth. That's the mothering coming out. Uh, Oh, a good one that I would like to think that most people have heard about, especially nowadays, is Slenderman, (laughs) because this is an urban legend, but there was a case a, a few years back, I actually watched a lot of footage on it when it was going on, um, that these, well, two teenage girls with a group of three, they were friends, but the two called the one friend over, and they ended up taking her out and killing her and saying oh that Slenderman God. told her to do it. Look it up. Like, it's crazy that they show the news footage and stuff. I don't know if it was on, like, date, I love Dateline, but something like that.
1: That's sick.
0: Yeah, and they interview them. interview the, um, the parents of these kids. Yeah, they were only, like, 13, something like oh. that, and it was just... I was, what? Slenderman told us to do it, or they were doing it to impress him or something. And I'm like, oh my god, do not believe everything. <sighs> like, oh. it's just a scary story. It like, is a scary wow. story. And, and that poor girl was tortured, essentially. Like, these girls tortured her. Now, if I remember correctly, um, you can look into the court case when they mm-hmm. when they get tried or whatever. Like, one was way more sy- I don't, not sympathetic, but that's what I'm looking for. Sadistic? Or, yeah.
1: Or more empathetic? One was empathetic,
0: one was more sadistic. Mm-hmm. she was okay. like, okay, whatever. I, she, you could tell, I had something... Wrong ma- with her. Yeah. She wasn't all there, whatever. She clear, They both clearly needed help, because, mm. well... Under no circumstances do you kill your friend. I mean, unless they're coming to kill you, but even in... <laughs> well,
1: yeah, just... You're 13. The idea that you would have that ability to... Ish. ...inflict... Pain on somebody because even if somebody were coming at me I would still have a hard time mm-hmm.
0: but the remorse pain. remorse afterwards it wasn't remorse but the, the one didn't show very much remorse um, afterwards and like I show remorse like if I run over a frog or oh, yeah. turtle like I pulled over one time I'm such a crybaby <laughs> <laughs> but this was I was back like 1920. I remember and I was like on M50 or something I'm like I just ran over a turtle and I'm like ah oh. See, but could you imagine <laughs> killing like one of your friends? No, like, I annoying know. intentionally. That's what you're doing. That's sick. It is sick. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't. I just I don't just, understand. And no, that, it just kind of leaves you speechless. Like, what else do you say about it? Yeah, you, you just. Yeah, that. Yeah, see, now we're touching the crime stuff, but um, that kind of goes.
1: Well, that's where the urban legends come from. It's something yeah. that bad has happened, so... Yeah, that's true. Something gets created from it.
0: Was just, keep that in mind, because the, the Michigan, or the urban legend coming from Michigan... Nope. Yeah, Michigan. I'm trying to... I'm getting the two confused, Michigan and Iowa, urban legend. But he... He... The guy that it involves, before he takes his own life, he says, I am... I, um, I am possessed. Oh, and he blames it on that and then takes his life. And that's why I don't... I almost... Just because you don't want to think that people can be that sick in the head, you almost want to believe that they are possessed just because that's something...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, not easier to believe. By any means, that's scary as shit, I well, there's think. there's a reason but,
1: for it then versus it just is. Right. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes, you know, as as a human, we have to have an explanation for it instead of just it is what it is sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I... I there are plenty of crazy people, and I don't mean crazy in a in a
0: in a bad term by any means. It's just lack of a better term. Uh just and we can't help it. Not we, but <laughs> um, I I'm crazy sometimes. But it, it's chemical imbalance is, oh, yeah. is is the the science part of it. You our chemicals aren't especially as women. I'm not sexist by any means, but women are more emotional with things. Oh yeah, more. Yeah. I mean, it, it's feel our our, more. our chemicals just go up and down consistently, and Ooh, sometimes I piss myself off. I did that the other day. I was everything was agitating me, and my mom was. We worked together. She was eating a cookie, and I can hear her. That pisses me off anyway. But usually I can.
1: Don't say I, that. I love your mom. I she, love her too. She needs to share cookies with
0: me. <laughs> but. but if I can hear people chew, that just really really irritates me. And then it was like pissing me off, and I was like, "Mom." She said, "What?" And she like looks at me so innocently, like, "What." I just needed my cookies, and I'm like, I know, and I hear I am trying to get right with Jesus before I like lose my shit, and I'm like, okay, I just need a second mom, and I'm like, breathe in. I'm not even sure where that tangent came from, so we will try to get back on,
1: right. on things. This this dang Slenderman one got me going. I know one of my favorite ones is from back in like um, it's called it's in Kentucky. Okay. The, it's mm. called the Witch Girl of Pilot's Knob. And so the backstory of it is in a mother and a daughter, they were both accused of witchcraft and they were burned at the stake in 1916. Okay? And so the mother's charred remains being carried off, they took it off to like far off locations and they kept the daughter, that was, and she kept, they kept her buried in a steel lined coffin and covered it all in stone and encased it in crosses to prevent her to escape because they felt like she'd still be able to escape. Okay? Mm. So some claim to witness tiny footprints appearing in the gravel, because the younger the daughter was quite young. It's they even see her ghostly figure trying to escape the gravesite, um, and to be honest, if I see a kid ghost, it's kind of creepy. Yes. It's a fascinating story. They even have stories where there's red, right, wrong,
0: red, right,
1: There's I forget in which state I'll have to look it up, but they have a playground right next to. The cemetery and they built it so that when parents are coming to visit the grave sites the children had a place to play but the the graveyard i wouldn't say was like anciently old i think like the earliest tombstone was like 1822 but people go there to do paranormal investigations all the time because in this playground you can see orbs going down the slides and going around the playground and that's because they see um they say that the kids from graves come out to play. Creepy. Where's this at? I'm going to have to look that one back up. Because I ain't going there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think it'd be kind of fun. Go there with a video camera. Yeah. I know it's in a different state. I'd have to look up the state. Okay. But I thought that was a pretty cool story, too. Yeah. Uh, Very interesting. All right. So she
0: stated one from Kentucky. Now we're getting into... I know when I did my research, there was a list of urban legends from each state. So that was kind of cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some of the ones that stuck out with me um, <clears throat> will start with an A, I guess. <laughs> Arizona.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: <laughs> the Skinwalkers. Which is just kind of creepy in this, uh, I'm pretty sure there's probably a movie out there named that. But it's easy to feel uneasy while driving through the desolate desert roads of Arizona, especially at night, and particularly... So when you hear a short burst of taps on your window uh, while cruising the 60-mile-an-hour and turn to see the shape-shifting, mutilated, half-human creature reasonable for the high-speed interpretation, relax, it's only trying to rip the flesh off your bones. Oh what? Really? <laughs> yeah, not going to relax. This legend is so ingrained in Arizona culture that when a Navajo woman was found brutally murdered in Flagstaff, the accused killer's defense in court was that the attack could have only been perpetrated by a skinwalker. Well, are you gonna say that in court? Like, I, I, I want to look that up somewhere. to be like. It is really interesting. Uh, see, like a judge's face, but
1: like. It was something I've learned that a lot of the ur- urban legends themselves mm-hmm. come from Native American stories. Yes. Yes. I thought that was I, fascinating. I, yeah, a lot of the
0: American urban legends and stuff. Yeah. yeah I've yeah. actually read that. Looking through all this and other research, this is. I research and get my info from a lot of different sources, but these were kind of the best ones that I kind of Mm -hmm. throw in from a little bit of everything. But, Mm. Sorry, I had to take another sip of wine, because it's Mama Mary's birthday. Happy
1: birthday.
0: Not that I need an excuse to drink wine, because I've (laughs) been drinking it every time so far. But anyway, (laughs) there's even a defined and well-documented portion of the state known as Skinwalker Ranch, where you are... Most likely to see one of the creatures, not that you'd actually want to. We are so good Like, we're so going. I have a relative in Arizona. We can totally stay there. Well,
1: yeah. But I don't know if I want to see a skinwalker.
0: I just want to see it. I don't want to, like... Have your,
1: like, flesh ripped
0: off?
1: Yeah. Yeah, unless <laughs> the they're going to
0: replace it with younger flesh. Well, I mean, true. I'd be all right with that, that's but... <laughs> so you got to think positive. Well, yeah. Um, it came from... Or anyway, the skinwalkers... Like so many ancient American urban legends have roots in Native American folklore. While it's fairly hard to gather specific details as speaking of a potentially sinister legends is seriously tab- taboo in Navajo culture, it is understood that what non-Navajo refer to as skinwalkers are witch doctors who have become an evil reflection of everything the Navajo nation values. Basically, they are men who have transformed into... Malevolent, murderous creatures that have no qualms using their spiritual powers to kill. That's scary. (laughs) Navajo medicine men are trained to learn both good and evil aspects of their power. And skinwalkers are those who have turned to the dark side. It's all very Star Wars. (laughs)
1: Well, if you think about it, there's a dark side to everything. It doesn't matter what you believe in or what you're doing or, you know... What kind of faith you carry? There's that light part of it, and there's always a dark part of it. it doesn't matter what you can go to church, and you're still gonna have people who are negative people. Mm-hmm. You can no matter what you do. So that's a really fascinating story, and for me, I can see where it's based in some kind of truth, definitely, because you know Native American tribes they have their shamans, they have their healers, right. and I really do see that aspect where you know, as a healer myself, where you look, you know, you have to... But you're a white t- witch. I am. You're a good witch. But like you Glinda. still have to face that dark along with the light. <laughs> and so some people are going to be drawn more towards that darkness. So I like that story. And I'm sure, I bet it has some kind of, I'm sure it's exaggerated in some sense. Oh, I'm sure. But
0: because that's, that's how you, how you keep interested in, in it. Where you're like, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. Yeah. But it had, yeah, it had to come from somewhere. I could see the, um, the witch doctors or whatever because I know way back when that's, and the natural healers and stuff, that's, I don't want to say how we got to where we are, but that's how people did things back then, either, oh, yeah. either you were in a religion, or you were a natural healer, which is a mm-hmm. type of religion, I get that, my terms are probably off, don't hate me for no. it, I'm just trying to explain it, I don't know, um,
1: uh, I forgot where I was going to go with that, well, you know, every, um, every town has some kind of healer. That's that's the given. And, um, you know, before we, before we had that medicine, you went out into the woods mm-hmm. and you, you picked your plants and your herbs right. to create those remedies. Yeah. And so that's probably where part of that stems from, is sometimes you have the plants that can heal, but you can have the plants that do harm. So it's going over that edge and deciding to do harm. That's where I was going with
0: it. <laughs> the the bad witch doctors that went over across to the dark side or whatever. I, I can see that probably happening way back then. Although, pe- people or skin walkers trying to steal your skin, I, I don't know if I believe that so much, but I can see the witch doctors, because there are good people, there are bad people, they decide which side they're going to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, that there's like that in any situation just like oh, you were yeah, yeah. saying a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think that's where it came from. There was bad witch doctors, and there was good witch doctors, and then somebody added in that they wanted to steal your skin. Why? I don't know, but...
1: <laughs> or maybe they just came up with a story because they don't want you to drive faster than 60 on the highway.
0: I drive, like, <laughs> 82, I set my cruise, and where we live, the speed limit's 70, I never get pulled... Oh, knock on wood, ha ha uh-huh. goes back to last week, <laughs> and I've never gotten pulled over... So 60, really, I'd see, in the middle of a desert, really, wouldn't even seem that fast, really. Just because what I've seen from movies and whatnot, people driving out in the desert, it's just a straight shot, it's and I know even here, you know, you're driving a straight shot, going 65, you feel like you're going, like, 40. Yeah.
1: I'll see?
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. But I see what you're saying. Don't so, speed in the desert! <laughs> that's
1: right. So here's a story that kind of that creeped me out. And it's a story about um, a teenage girl, and she's her parents are out on a date, and she says she's taking care of her younger sister. They sit there for a while, and they're watching movies, and she sends her younger sister to bed, and she sits there for a little while by herself, and she's watching TV. Eventually, she gets bored with that, so she turns off the, the TV, and she's looking at the snow, and she's looking out the window, and so all of a sudden, she's sitting there, and she sees a man coming up towards the window. It's the Goblin King. Holy shit. <laughs> Sorry. I now she's going to have to go into a
0: labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah, but with that being said, you get to see the cute little worm. Oh. I love him. That's I love my him. favorite part. You need it for your desk at work. I've seen it somewhere on the on the Facebook where you can get the little worm. I forget his name. And it says he can sit with you all the time, but you can get him. And he sits there and he looks at you with his little eyes. He's not I real. Just but... all you
1: guys know we're talking about the labyrinth, which is like one of the best movies That's classic. ever. David Bowie, awesome. Classic movie. Everything about it was good. I love it when he takes the ball and rubs it on his hand. I like,
0: see that was back and forth. way and... before my kids' time, and they love that movie. Oh, yeah, and the my music, my the too. music, awesome. That, and I'm like, what? You like the music? And Destiny, what? She's seventeen now.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. <sighs> Heart yeah. attack,
0: but. She knows it too. Like, it's way before the time. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah, totally get it. Get your kids in it. It, It's good. It'll teach them to be good, I can tell you that. They'll listen to you. (laughs) Not to be
1: snotty, too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so the girl freaks out, and she covers her her head up with a blanket. So after a while of sitting there, she takes the blanket back off, decides to call the cops. The cops come, and they search the house. They search outside there, but they don't see any footsteps. And when they come back in, they see right up behind her... Couch are what footsteps and then she realizes that he was never coming towards her from the outside She was seeing his reflection in the window coming up from behind her Read this freaked me out got chills up my spine and so from now on. I am never staying up late by myself Ever. Or turning off the TV Another cool one that I read was um It was about a, a college girl and she was studying late in the library and she did that often, but one night she forgot something that she really needed for the studying, so she went back to the door. And when she walked into uh, the bedroom, she the lights were all off, but she didn't want to disturb her roommate. She didn't want to wake her back up, so she kept the light off and went in, and she grabbed what she needed to grab and went back to the library. Well, when she came back later, she turned on the light, and she found her roommate's body in the middle of the floor dead. And written on the mirror, the lipstick was, Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? Now, that doesn't send chills up your spine. There's something wrong with you. That one creeped me out too. Mm. Fascinating. Sure, an mm-hmm. urban urban legend. Probably more to like remind young girls to be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. But still, still, I say just learning a lessons. You can take learning learning lessons. You can take
0: lessons from most urban legends, like the car one. Okay, as a woman or a guy, because people kill guys too. But it's always. Well, be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Look in your car. Look, you know, before you get in. Oh, there. yeah. There's, Don't drive 60 down the highway, otherwise your skin's going to come off. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: No. <laughs> that, that's no not speeding. a lesson. I don't know what it is. Pay
0: attention to what's your, your surroundings. Be a good kid so you don't end up in the labyrinth. Like, mm, Hold on to your skin. I think that's where the reason for Urban Legends is... I think so. Lessons for your children. I'm going to write a book. <laughs> yeah. Well, try to keep them, you know, reined in a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
1: Keeps me Man. reined in.
0: I'm just like having an epiphany here. I'm
1: like, are you today? I, I am. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. I was God. Driving, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm 40. but I don't feel like I'm 40. I feel like I should still be like 15 or something because in okay. my reality, that's where I want to be.
0: Well, my birthday is on Monday and I'm going to be 37. And I know. <laughs> And and I've been crying like three times a week. <laughs> I'm having a hell of a time. And you wanna know what? It isn't about me getting older, it's my kids getting older. Well? Destiny being well, seventeen. Hard. My favoriteest little boy in the whole world, eleven, like and being becoming a man. He's taller than me and he's eleven and his voice is changing. He's got himself a little uh five o'clock mustache there. <laughs> like my heart is broken cuz I Where don't know what I'm going to take care of when they're gone I know. and grown up. You're going to have to get a parrot. I no, you I know. don't like <laughs> birds. Okay, so I'm going to take that bet. I don't lo- I love birds. I just don't want any. That's all. I will visit and pet it and <laughs> teach it bad words. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the fun part. <laughs> but yeah, watching the kids grow up, I I I don't like that at all. It's um it's bad and I don't think any parent should have to deal with it.
1: <laughs> no. Well, my, you know, my oldest, she's up in Marquette in college, and that kind of broke my heart, but I'm glad to see her kind of fly, so to yes. speak. But excited about going to get her in a couple of weeks.
0: You know, and that's destiny. But it's hard to believe that she's that yeah, old. That, yeah, exactly. I'm not i not that old. Right, well, I don't care about my son. I do care about myself getting old. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> but I look great. It's in my jeans. We
1: all look great. Well, it's the best that, you know, yeah. Best of jean.
0: The Bassett and the Hyatt, like, they're both like, whoa, because my mom still gets started. Like well, she just, does. Yeah, yeah, and all my cousins look super young. But, anyway. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> <Most> <laughs> of let, it, I get <laughs> it. <laughs> We're going to have to start a parenting podcast, or, or a mom and wine parenting contest. There you go. Contest? <laughs> podcast? <laughs> well, maybe skip Oops. so much of the wine. and oh, yeah. Okay, anyway, back to paranormal, because that's why we are here. Um, I got another one from Colorado. It's River, Riverdale Road. Um, it says, for 11 horrifying miles, Riverdale Road near Thornton, Colorado, is crammed with enough horrifying legends to bring even the bravest paranormal investigator to his knees. From a ghostly runner attacking parked cars on Joggers Hill to various demons and even phantom camaro revving up and down the winding road but the gates of hell ooh but the gates (laughs) of hell seems the the epicenter the physical iron gates are now oh that sucks the physical iron gates are now gone which the physical iron gates are now gone but what remains is the partial shell of an old mansion where a madman supposedly burned his wife and children alive Left behind are the barren, charred plot of land and a white-clad woman who wanders the area. <laughs> She's joined by the ghost of slaves, supposedly hanged from the now charred tree. Go ahead and run away when you see something creepy, like a ethereal pack of dogs. You're probably just going to bump into something worse. Probably oh. hell. <laughs> That's funny. Possibly hell um (laughs) a
1: portal
0: to a portal to which some believe is here Ooh, so riverdale they say has the portal to hell that that maybe explains why so many demons were conjoined in a weird underground chicken coop near a set of underground tunnels
1: i totally believe that there's portals i don't know necessarily if to hell I'll say, me, where do they
0: go? That would be my question. Well, Why I, do they go um,
1: across the veil to the other side. But um, for me, the level up, I'm sorry. Yeah, sort of. But like like for me, um, I don't believe there is like a hell hell. I believe there's hell. But for me, um, it would be reincarnating and coming back and living those life lessons all over again. Ugh, that and would be hell. You see those people who are bipolar or sick or have just issues that they can't seem to get over. That's hell. Think about that for a minute. That's hell. They're what living, that sink and listeners. Living in, listeners. Yeah. Quit going through that portal. But I do believe that there are places it's that have the portals. portals, and that's why you find places that are more active than others. And, um, because spirit has an opening where they can come through. So I totally believe that in a sense. For me, um, I'm less fear based of what could be right. fearful. I'm more of engaging and seeing what you can experience. I do know that there's evil out there, but there's evil no matter where you go. But that, that is a cool story. Love it. And, well, let me continue just for a second more where it came from.
0: Um, it's unknown where things got really hairy. Though, given the spirits of ghost slaves, it's safe to assume terrible things have been happening on River- Riverdale Road since the 1850s. Oh. And each time something terrible happened over the decades, it's just kind of stacked onto the nestling doll of a horror show. You know... <laughs> That's off air, needed. off this record recording. We need to make a show on this. Well, yeah, that's pretty cool. That, that is pretty guys, cool. I'm gonna, I'm mean. gonna, I'm gonna make a little note here. You mm-hmm. Hear the click of my pen.
1: Yep, there it is. There it is. Well, too when you read about the when you read about the Phantom Camaro, mm. that reminded me of another story that I read about um, called the Black Volga, and this one kind of takes mm. place in the Soviet Union, and it was a Black Volga limousine. So back, you know, at this time, the Soviet Union was in the 60s and 70s. It wasn't a great place to be. You know, it had the Cold War, and people lived in, like, constant fear. And so to this day, no one knows who was driving this high-class, high-end limousine. But there's a lot of speculation that maybe it was priests or nuns. Maybe it was, you know, Satan worshipers or even the devil himself. Whatever the case When the black Volga appeared to you, bad things happened. You know, some people, like, they said that if you were challenged, you're going to challenge the black Volga, it would, within 24 hours, you were going to die. So they kind of associated with this this black limousine with, you know, death and evil beings. And they even thought, like, that it was taking children. It was sleek and black, white curtains. And so for me, I feel like... um, well, even though they said it would materialize out of nowhere, I feel like it sounds more like a hearse to me. That's what I would say. It, it took me,
0: when you said really that, to me actually like, type
1: thing. Okay. And um, it said that sometimes the side mirrors, and I'm not laughing at this, but it's kind of fascinating, would turn into horns, and hmm. that when it appeared that many children would be reported missing in that area. And then they, they said they don't know why that children were... Picked by the Black Volga as victims, but there's speculation that they were being sold or being used for more sinister things. However, something that's important <laughs> to note was that um, this was like the most expensive luxurious type vehicle for that time, and so the only people that would really drive those kind of cars around were like Soviet Soviet like political officials, okay, or members of the Communist Party. So I think for me, I feel like when I read that, it was like a a conspiracy theory that people yeah, made honey. up that, you know, government, the government's taking oh yeah. people. Gotta love things. the conspiracies. But I thought that was a pretty pretty interesting story. I think we about, right? should
0: make conspiracies an episode. I, I was looking into that. Um, oh, that would be cool. One time. Because like I said, th- there's so many things we can talk about, but conspiracies is when I was kind of interested in getting oh, yeah. Into yeah. deeper in some of them. But that also goes into our alien one that I have oh, a yes. feeling when we talk about ETs, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's going to, well, it'll probably end up being probably a two or three Well, there's even urban legends thing. about
1: where E.T.'s buried. Really? Like, like, there's, um, I'd have to read up on that more, but when I was skimming, the oh, yeah, first I, it, I, I saw it, where they were, um, that he really did exist, they created a movie, but he really did exist, and that there was a burial place for him. You know,
0: that's half of where I got my nickname from, was that movie, <laughs> on my mom's side. Oh, that's all know, right. But we're not going to say it on air, but because yeah, that was her name in the movie.
1: Well, that's a, and I nice. actually
0: looked just like her.
1: That's a good backstory, though. That's it a good is. movie. That's it was classic. a good movie. It is. Oh, eat the phone oh. home.
0: <laughs> Not for sure. If that's exactly what it sounded like, but
1: close enough. It works.
0: Do you have another one you want to go through, or do you want me to?
1: Well, I have on one more right here about the boogeyman. Okay, and oh. then I'll take over. You <laughs> like parents, you know, they're constantly reassuring their children that the boogeyman doesn't exist. But he does if you don't clean your room. Uh, Yeah, especially if you (laughs) shove your stuff under the bed.
0: Ethan does such a great job, but then he, I'm like, oh, buddy, and then I look underneath his bed, and Um, I'm like, really? Didn't go anywhere. He's like, but mom, and I'm like. Or the closet. Yes. I don't, I won't look in the closet. Oh, yeah. That's on him.
1: (laughs) But in Staten Island in the 1980s, like, he was like a real thing. Like, stories about, they called him, um, Crosby. And he would drag children from their beds, oh. and he carried a bloody axe in the crook of his arm. <sighs> but in reality, he was actually—and this actually did stem from a true story. He was a janitor okay. of, um, I think, Willowbrook State School, which was like special needs children with disabilities. And later on, he he did end up being somebody who he kidnapped, like, like two, two kids at least that they know from oh, this school. Cool. So he really did sneak into the rooms and take them. So that's where, like, the boogeyman thing comes from, or part of it.
0: Oh, okay. See, when I was little, I used to associate the boogeyman with the sandman. Oh, yeah. But but why did I do that?
1: Well, because... (laughs) If you think about it, some guy coming out of the closet and throwing dirt in your eyes to get you to go to sleep, that's kind of creepy, too. It doesn't matter what kind of t- spend your parents put on it, it's still kind of creepy.
0: Yeah, nobody should probably throw dirt in somebody's
1: eyes. Almost like the tooth fairy. While she's pink and pretty, some chick coming in to steal your teeth, that's a little creepy, too. I'm not going to lie. But she leaves me money. It kind of makes
0: me feel like a prostitute of teeth. Well, yeah. I just thought of that, too. Man. Okay, moving on. Sorry. This should be called paranormal and whining.
1: And
0: why not? <laughs> yeah, and why not? Okay, moving on. We're going to go to Iowa now. Oh, Iowa. Not my favorite state, what but my favorite person day? is there, yes. Um, Who, by the way, got a beautiful haircut. Love yes, it. she did. She looks Shout so good. out to Des. Yeah? Oh, ooh, My <laughs> Desi Lou. Um, so, this one's from Iowa. I was actually, I was FaceTiming her, uh, not yesterday, the other day. And we were discussing this, and she was researching it, this. So some of my info that I got came from her. Oh, you know, okay. She was filling me in because she doesn't have a whole lot to do out there because it's Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> so she's helping her mama out from afar. Um, this is in Vassilla, um, Iowa. I want to say it's on the west end of Iowa, if I remember okay. correctly. Um, and I And I apologize if anybody lives there, and I just tortured that name. I'm sorry. Um in Iowa, Velisca Axe Murder House. Um what part of Axe Murder House? Isn't scary. Oh uh, yeah. Like uh. anyway, so the murders themselves are very much not an urban legend. They happened and they remain unsolved, which I think we will Talk to my fiancé, and he has a podcast on true crime, and it is called True Crime Basement. So if you're into that type of thing or know somebody that is, look it up, True Crime Basement. It's on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, pretty much whatever. No, Yeah,
1: it's a good show.
0: Yeah. Whatever you can download it on, he's on there. Um, Maybe I'll have him look this one up since it's an unsolved Mm -hmm. case. But they are unsolved. Sometime between the evening of June 9th. Is that my dad's birthday?
1: eighth. Eight. eight. God, I get that wrong every year. I want to tell him. We have, this, we have this conversation every year, too, yeah. But I won't tell him, I promise.
0: Oh, yeah, he can't listen to this yeah, we're listen
1: to this one Love all.
0: you, Dad. Oh, I'm your princess. Um, sometime between the evening of June 9th. I do that every year. I know you do. Yeah, right? On June 9th, 1912, in the morning that followed, six members of the Moore family and two house guests were brutally murdered, with each victim having suffered an axe wound to the head. What is it with murders and axes? I don't
1: know. It's kind of violent.
0: Well, very it's violent. Of, I mean, there's murder, but... so many ways you can... Take but someone's like, life, but... It's like well, violent, why violent. It? It's like Yeah. Very sadistic. It's almost like they... they... I want to say this... In a non <laughs> creepy way, they get their <coughs> joys.
1: From that crushing feeling. Of that, yeah. Reminds <coughs> anyway. me of like a, you know that that nursery oh around Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her father porty wax. Or forty yes. really wax and once. We actually watched
0: that I'm I don't remember if it was a show or the other, I think it was a movie on mm-hmm. Netflix, maybe. Oh, yeah. We watched that, yeah. Lizzie Barton thinks a very interesting. It is. As sick as it is, when I was little, I was
1: fascinated. There's so fascinated many stars. angles you can look at it to what really happened. Well, besides the fact that, in the end, they really thought she was guilty. They found yeah. all the evidence that she was guilty. But back She's then, a witch. But she Sorry. was an aristocrat, so... <laughs> If you're an aristocrat, there's no possible way that you could do that. Even though they knew she did it, they acquitted her because they didn't want that kind of shame on the aristocratic name. It like, amazes me. But yeah, that's a that's a good movie. Yeah, good story. Good mo- yeah, it's I think they I think that house now is like a museum. They do really? like um, yeah, where people can walk through it. Huh. That's, that's weird. It's a good thing I like
0: my stepmom.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm just that <laughs> out out that there. Holy shit. you like, wait that's a minute, thing. you like your stepmom? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Me>. Huh? Like, who's <laughs> your stepmom? Me! Oh, my yeah, is a good thing you like me. <laughs> I do. That's but, um, great. <laughs> <laughs> mm, where were we with this? Axes. <laughs> Axes. Not Axes, Axes. Um, well, one okay. suspect was tried two times and but never convicted. Surprisingly, no one. The somehow still standing house. Whoa, really? Oh, yeah, we gotta go see it. Listen to this. This was cool, because Destiny looked this up, too. Like, if we could go stay there. um, You can actually stay in this house. It's still standing. Um, It's the subject of numerous rumors, legends, and reports of paranormal activity. You can find out for yourself, because you can actually stay here. Just like the ghost hunter. There's a ghost hunter who mysteriously stabbed... (sighs) Wow, this almost goes back to your one that you said about the hotel. No. Just like the ghost hunter who mysteriously stabbed himself in the chest there in 2014. Oh. That's all new. I starred that all up. So that is another one that we will... Wow. Um, oh, that couldn't have
1: felt good. How did, no. you, how did you stab yourself?
0: What? I have no idea. Um, that's oh. so recent. Though. That's only five years ago. Yeah, that's
1: not that long ago. Like
0: we, That's something I really want to um, look into. And that way he was a ghost hunter.
1: Interesting. Which is
0: something that not on to. We're going to be spirit finders oh, yeah. <laughs> on the side. But this, uh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, the Kansas one. I like this one, too. Weren't you going to say the Kentucky one? Or did you already? Oh, that,
1: that's the one we talked about.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Wow. Oh, well, there was another one we were going to talk about, Bell Bell Witch. But I think I think that was is in she Tennessee. from another state. Oh
0: yeah, yeah I yep. have that too, and you still got that. Okay, mm-hmm. I wanted to. I'm gonna throw this Kansas one in there. I got relatives in Kansas. So I got relatives everywhere that I'm sitting here oh, talking boy. about out loud. I know. <laughs> so every state better be listening that has my relatives in it. That's right. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> um, Stoll's Gateway to Hell. Well, the name itself is creepy. <coughs> um, the tiny town of Stoll has counted for very few residents since it was founded in 1856, which in reality, that seems like a long time ago, but as far as the ages of towns, because of the the time that we're in, Mm -hmm. it's really not that old. Uh, The most famous is rumored to be Lucifer himself, who some say appears at the town cemetery on Halloween and spring equinox. You know, you know, Sean called me Lucifer before, because... (laughs) The electricity was out, and it's, here it is, 4 a.m., I'm up in the morning, I'm trying to take a shower, brush my teeth, and he's like, uh, babe, we have no water, and I'm walking around with a flashlight, good thing I'm half asleep, because that keeps me from being so scared, and he's like, there's no hot water. I turn around, I'm like, I need water! (laughs) He's like, Lucifer, calm down! And I'm like,
1: Your head didn't spin, that. did it?
0: No, 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 you're good. yeah. But I just thought it was funny that he called me Lucifer and then called me Lucy for a few days after that. That's kind of funny. I need a butter. It oh, is 4 kind of a.m. Of in the morning and you can't you can't just take what cuz I am a nice person. I'm a I'm, I'm a I to I in the morning. I'm not I, I'm not a mean person by any means, but I I'm, I'm a jolly person. I I'm like always oh, yeah. happy and so for me, for him to call me Lucifer, I didn't take offense <laughs> to it at first. I'm like, "What? Like what? What?" So, well, long story it short, did it didn't spin not that time. <laughs> I, I took all my stuff to work and got ready at work. But, because they had hot water. Although I couldn't shower there, but... Hennyhausen. <laughs> um, wow. That'd be so scary to see Lucifer. Yeah. They say he uses the site where he... Roofless... Ch- what? He uses the site where a roofless church once stood as a portal to and from hell. Some say that he's drawn to the site of frequent witch hangings. Oh! <gasps> Others believe one of the graves actually contains Satan's own child. (gasps) Either way, new graves continue to be dug, despite signs warning against trespassers, perhaps referring directly to the Prince of Darkness himself or the cults that are rumored to be flocked to the grounds. Oh my gosh, this is all stuff from the Supernatural show.
1: (laughs) It's all coming together now.
0: reminds me, Mm -hmm. Sean informed me yesterday, even Supernatural, the show, which I am a fan of, Team Dean... Love Dean. Oh. Anyway. Sean's <sighs> my number one. Dean's my number two. Or is he? Shh. Um. <laughs> oh, boy. This just went to what? heck in a hand basket. Um, he informed me that not that they... Bleh, the stories from Supernatural aren't completely real, but they're based off real... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, like real, real experiences events. Yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. And and I just thought that was really cool. I was like, oh my God, I love that show even more. I'm waiting for it to completely end. This year is the last season. I, however, because I'm a frugal shopper, as I said before, I found a really cool Supernatural shirt at Goodwill yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to wear it one day. But they're... Um, their last season is this season, and that's really, really sad. So you need to, like, binge-watch it. Yeah,
1: that's kind
0: of sad. It's a really... It starts out, like, like urban legend-wise, like, when they... Their episodes, it, it's not realistic stuff, but stuff that you can... Mm, yeah, you've heard people say, okay, sightings here and there. Mm-hmm. Then it gets into more, I don't want to say biblical, but that's what it is with the angels and the yes. archangels yep. and Lucifer, mm-hmm. even. Yep. And... Y- yeah, you really need to watch it. It's actually, how they portray things is that it's, I don't entertaining entertaining's Well, Janelle's like, she likes it, so
1: I've watched a little bit here okay. and there with her. But, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, we need to have, like, a, a Supernatural, yeah. hmm Yeah. And then there's a lot of shows out there like that, which are awesome, um, but
1: Supernatural, they, I, they nailed it. Well, I, I think, too, they... Tuesday- <laughs> For me, it seems like just by watching the ones that I did, how accurate they are with some of the things they do, mm-hmm. because I've seen it done and I've done it myself. Where mm-hmm. I, you can really tell that they've done their research, and so they're really taking it from some kind of spin off the truth versus just making it up. Okay, that's what makes it so good. Well, it's because it, you can you can hold on to it and see. Well, that's that why I would ask you like it. like
0: those questions, you know, at your other shop or whatever, and I'd be like, okay, you got salt here. Oh my god, that happened on. Yeah. supernatural or whatever, and and that's what kind of kept me involved in it, too, was knowing mm-hmm. that they did do their research or whatever, okay. as portraying the supernatural lifestyle. Is that a thing? Is, it, is that the yeah. natural? Okay. because I know some people, I, <laughs> believer, non-believer, both, whatever, I'm in the center. I think it's cool to research. Oh, it's yeah. very entertaining yep. to me. I would like to believe some of it, not all of it, because some of it is scary, but yeah, that's what kinda kept me going is knowing that they did do there's, their research. There is definitely so truth to That there couldn't complete. be people natural healers saying, Hey, you're doing this all wrong. Like that's why we didn't even portray that, you know um, what I
1: mean? So I use white salt, I use black salt, you know. There's, there's black salt. salt. Mm-hmm. For, For like <sighs> you would do that with um I've done that around my home to protect it. You, you spread it around the home to protect. Black it salt I thought it was white salt. You can do both. Okay. But black words off complete negative energy.
0: Versus oh, just protection. Where do you find black
1: salt? I'm
0: I not ordered, sure. It? The eBay. Oh, the eBay. I see. All right. All right. The eBay. I'm more of an Amazon girl. Why are we commercialing for these yeah, other companies? In. I don't know. They better write us a check.
1: <laughs> give us some free
0: stuff. Yeah. Give me an Amazon <laughs> gift card. Because you locked me out of my damn account. <laughs> oh, I see how its Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Something, a story that I, I found kind of freaky that's um, an urban legend based on a factual story is the dog boy. And maybe this could be yeah. one of our last stories, but I just want oh, to share Oh, I'm only this on Michigan. Quick. Well, so we got a lot to go then. Um, What's we'll the to do? Oh, maybe. Like, uh, we'll do like two more. Sorry, go ahead. Like, there's a place called um, Mulberry Street. And they say not stand on the street because there's going to be a man that walks like a boy that's going to chase after you. Well, it's kind of based on a true thing. There is this guy named um, Gerald Bettis, who's the only son of the Bettis family. And they lived on 65 Mulberry. And he was a major problem child, but not like, you know, Dennis the Menace kind of way. Mm-hmm. He, like, literally would collect and torture animals, especially dogs. And so that's where he got his name, the Dog Boy. But he, um, at some point, turned on his parents, and he killed them. He imprisoned them, and I think he eventually murdered his father. And then, like, um, I'm not sure if they could never prove it. Eventually, he got arrested for growing marijuana, and then he died in the state penitenti- penitentiary, like, 1988 from a drug overdose. But, yeah, the dog boy story kind of fascinated me. Like, it kind of creeped me out, but it kind of fascinated yeah. me,
0: too. You didn't do any more research, like, into it to look more no. into it? No, oh, but I did get any
1: further into it.
0: Huh. Yeah. Some of these, it's really because there's like things with goats and, and a lot with animals, actually, but some of them that I skipped over, uh, the state-wise ones anyway. But it's like, wow, where did these, like, I don't know mm-hmm. where some of these got twisted so far beyond belief. Like, yeah. you could, you need to stop somewhere where it's believable before you add in that other stuff where you're like, I think you know like a good
1: legend. They, they yeah, like they a good do. They
0: do. Please, mm-hmm. that mystery. Yep. Now, the one from the great state of Michigan. Oh, yeah. Is Hell's Bridge. Mm -hmm. Which is so kind of weird now that I think about it because, like, we have the Mackinac Bridge, which is, like, kind of what we're known for with all the lakes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the Hell's Bridge. (laughs) Which I plan on going to visit the Hell's Bridge tomorrow just to see what it's about. We'll see if I can find it without dying from this (laughs) urban legend or whatever. If you guys never hear from me again, you know. It's not a legend. Uh, There you go. It's real. Story, answer. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's see. It starts with the tale of Ellis Frisk, um, a deranged old preacher who, according to blood-curdling lore, pied-pipered a group of tethered children into the woods near what is now Algoma Township. He slaughtered them one by one. Um, And casting them into Cedar Creek before being caught by their parents and hanged. But not before saying he was possessed by demons. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. In his current form, Hell's... In his... In its current form, Hell's Bridge is creaky, narrow, metal footbridge in the middle of the woods, where those brave enough to cross at night claim to hear the voices and screams of children and are sometimes greeted by a black figure with glowing eyes as they traverse it. See, that's why I won't go at nighttime, because I did see pictures of this bridge, mm-hmm. and it's definitely a footbridge, so it's, like, maybe, maybe two feet wide. Now, if you're oh. going in there in the dark, even with a flashlight, like, that's...
1: That's creepy. And not
0: knowing where you are in the middle of the woods, mm-hmm. there's no way, because if you fall, you're done for. Like, there's no way. That's why I do want to go during in the light. We are going to record it. We'll eventually get it online so everybody can see it. Um... I, I do want to see if it's out there, if it's real, whatever. Yeah. But I will not go at nighttime because it's not like a house. It's not. It, it's in the middle of the woods. So it's gonna take me some time to find it. But I'm real excited about it just mm-hmm. to see. It, Cause I did. I do know what it looks like. Cause I did look up the pictures or whatever. But um, some more interesting facts on this Ellis Fisk or Elias Fisk. Um, there's no known record of him in the area. Oh. So when you look him up, he's like nowhere from that area. Um. See, there was a prominent Frisk family bullet beginning in the 1910s. Still, despite the lack of hard facts, anyone who's visited the bridge will attest that there's something out there. And it usually makes its presence known as you are teetering on a shaky metal bridge in the moonlight. See, I will not go out there in the moonlight, especially by myself. That's why I'm hoping to take some of the Paranormal XL crew with me. Mm-hmm there's a few of us out there hopefully there's gonna be more oh yeah as time goes on you guys can get an awesome shirt (laughs) that says that you're part of the paranormal xl crew check it out on facebook i got it out there um we need to this is getting kind of long but there's oh this is just great um uh we'll save that one for another time um what I did want to hit, though, because we will talk about this, is Nevada, Area 51, as I hope most of you have heard about at least once.
1: Yeah, how um, you not have heard about exactly. it? Exactly.
0: Area 51 lore has been satirized, remixed, and rifled on so much in a popular culture. Sometimes it's hard to remember how creepy this whole deal is in the first place. But the secret government cover-ups dead aliens and playing God in the middle of the desolate Nevada desert is creepier than... Than anything. <laughs> it's been said that everything from time travel, genetic experiences, and alien autopsies are commonplace at Area 51. Frankly, no one outside of high government knows what goes on in there. And on that note, I was listening to another podcast, um, Paranormal, uh, about aliens in Area 51 and whatnot. And he he had a guest speaker on there. And I was listening. Like He was like... There's no way ever you can try to penetrate trying the fences that are there mm-hmm. to keep you out or whatever. Like, you will get fined. They'll keep you for, like, most a day or two, and then they'll fine you. Like, I don't know, it's anywhere from $100 to $1,000, so it's not like a whole lot. But you are by no means going to go in there and try to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Unless you are part of the higher government or have clearance for, for that stuff. But I would like to do some research. I know some. there's a lot of information out there on it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's true or not, I want to do research and find the best, I want to say, sources, the best sources we can get the best information from or whatever when we get to that topic. But I just thought that was... It is fascinating. Kind of neat, because there's so many, like I said, you know, the cover-ups, the dead aliens. I mean, that it's yee experience and stuff like it can be see um area 51 is real, highly classified military base in the southern portion of nevada um its purpose is publicly unknown so pretty much anything that we say yeah maybe there is no et that's there i mean <laughs> probably they're mill missiles or mm-hmm. i whatever you know i mean honestly because if we really don't know but it um, was built in the 1950s. In the infant stages of the Cold War, President Eisenhower approved plans to build the U-2 stealth plane and created Area 51 to house the development labs and test fields. See, that may be all it is. And then people get, something's always got to be more mm-hmm. to people. They can't just let things be. It is what it is, let it happen, move on to something else. I like to imagine
1: more. Yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. So we know, the aliens, That they, they may just be letting us keep believing Area 51, houses or houses the aliens and whatever mm-hmm. they're doing but maybe it's taking place up in Canada somewhere or here in Michigan probably yeah,
1: you know yeah, I mean that them. that
0: would be an idea for them to do yeah let's keep all the people that believe anything they hear and see going over this here. way but
1: we got it over here
0: and study yeah that that well sense too. Yeah. man okay. I, pff, I got some good ideas <laughs> um let's see um when reports of the Spacecraft-looking plane floated through the public and media. Theory spread, and the conjecture around Roswell's alien crash site only fanned the flames of speculation. From there, it's been an epicenter for all U.S. government suspicions. See, people just can't let things be. Oh, and there's a simple explanation for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to the next thing. People don't want to move on. They like to hang on
1: oh, and yes. change
0: it around. It's like playing telephone back in school. And did you ever play that in school? Our, our teachers used to do that with us. When we'd sit up, she'd start by saying something to her and it'd go all the way around. Oh, yeah. And by the time it got to the end, it was something completely way different. Yeah. That's exactly, to me, kind of, I guess, plays into that. Can't pronounce that. I did want to say God, there's, there, there's so many. I see, oh, I'm not going to go through all 50 of them because we'd be here all freaking day. But I want to say there was one more that was interested in it. maybe maybe there's not this one because i do have a friend in in north dakota <laughs> or she used to live in north dakota she's back in iowa now. um and then we'll do our finishing touches you all okay right. with that mom yeah. all right so this is in north dakota the gates of hell um abandoned towns are generally creepy and north dakota has an abundance of them um that were all abandoned after the railroad boom, which is, I would love to go out and visit sometime that'd just to see the old, um, yeah. western towns or whatever, mm-hmm. like I pictured old western towns and you got the tumbleweeds going through oh, and yeah. stuff, I yeah. think that'd be so neat, ghost towns, whatever. Um, and that's pronounced, Tagus, uh, takes the cake due to the little fact that some people believe that it was once housed a Lutheran, Lutheran church that doubled as a hotbed for Saint worship. Yes. What? A church and a Satan worship place?
1: That's scary. I, I don't That's even know how,
0: how you would cross those over. Like, like where that were they talking about it over Sunday breakfast someday? Or, hey, <laughs> you know, I'm going to do this at nighttime, and you can do that during daytime. Um, the legend is it burned down, but if you stand in just the right place, you can hear the screams of the damned bubbling from hell itself. That is scary.
1: Just a little bit. Ooh, kind of
0: this is another thing from um, supernatural. <laughs> there also reports of hellhounds, glowing gravestones, and a ghost train. Hellhounds are a huge thing in supernatural show. Yeah. I need to stop going back to that because <laughs> I love the show. Watch it if you haven't watched it. Watched a few episodes, and those of you who have watched it, I'm sure you love it. Um, yeah, because I could go on that. I go could ahead. make a podcast on that tangent all day. But I'm not going to um see the hellhounds; those are so scary. Um, see the Satan in the, the Satanism business dates back to the Satanic Panic in the '80s of the '80s. What really hmm. was it? Demons yeah. oh. from the '80s. I kind of want to look into that. Though, Demons been been spooky since its founding in nineteen hundred and ever since the late eighties, um, when hundreds of um high schoolers turned up for the vandalism intensive Halloween party were run out of the ghost town. Visitors have been met with extreme skepticism. The city's last church burned to the ground in two thousand one.
1: No. Oh. That's a pretty interesting. That is weird. Story. I I wish I would
0: have read more into that. Huh. We may have to touch back on, like, a... A couple a, of days, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, a, a later, whatever. Yeah, because those are kind of neat. I like to do a little more research of, <laughs> of like, the history on them and whatnot. Like, wow. Well,
1: some of them feel like they're from, you know, real actual stories. Yeah,
0: So yeah, some of them aren't so far gone. Um, so, with all that, and I hope everybody enjoyed learning about that. Like I said, I, I think that we should Reach into that more, maybe Mm -hmm. do a few episodes throughout our time with this so maybe we can hit all of them that we've researched but look into a little more the ones that we did. Um, Or if the listeners have one that they know about they want us to read about or look more into, see if we can come up with some different research or whatever, Yeah, email us and stuff like that. But um, all that being said, Mama Mary's going to read her passage.
1: All right for my book, Something to Meditate On for Friday, April 19th, 2019. Today's energy is going to bring you the desire for change and emotional fulfillment. What feeds your soul? Change your life and you will find the universe in the way that you relate to the universe on a whole new level. We all have a fear of being judged. You are a unique and magical creature and the desire to be seen as such by those that you love will fill you with a bit of rebelliousness. Never be afraid to stand out or to stand alone. Those who show you negativity because of this, they secretly envy you and your strength to be different. During your meditation, focus on being grounded in your own truth as well as accepting the living and living with your own reality. Know that it is a beautiful place to be because you are unique and unusual. Pray to your angels. Ask them to bless you with emotional security and to assist you in being comfortable in your own skin. You are in the middle of a spiritual revolution. Hold this truth within your soul and move forward on your spiritual journey. Your world is now shifting to a higher vibration and everything is going to change beautifully. There are going to be new connections and some of these connections will bring chaos, but chaos always brings powerful and intense change that no one can deny. How will you organize and balance your major magical con, chaos? The spirit in me salutes the spirit in you. Mary.
0: All right. Well, with that passage, that should wrap up episode number three. And I want to thank the listeners for sticking around while we learn this equipment and all that, because it's been <laughs> and, uh, a very much learning experience. So I appreciate you guys if you're still listening or. Mm -hmm. if you have listened and you're still listening and you want to tell people about it tell them to skip to number three (laughs) um hopefully the third time's a charm in this case
1: yeah yeah
0: um uh, we have some glorious things in play for paranormal XL coming up just trying to finalize some last minute touches so stay tuned for that because it's going to be exciting it's going to be things you can actually watch um remember email us your stories questions comments even concerns or advice we will read them all um, paranormal at write dot com also follow us on facebook don't forget to invite your friends and family to follow us as well the best way for us to market is to keep listeners happy so they tell everyone that paranormal xl is the best podcast ever
1: that's right
0: <laughs> also don't forget to subscribe from whichever app you are listening to us on and thank you all thank you